Welcome back to Torah Psych 101. So I was having a conversation with someone recently, as in this week, and he's someone who I've known for quite some time, and he's got a great sense of humor, and I really enjoy talking to him, but he sometimes gets a little bit off topic. And I thought about talking to him with an effort to correct a certain behavior that I thought was both detrimental to him and his family. And I usually don't like to give Musser to people because I think, possibly like many other people think, who am I to be giving Musser? But the more I thought about it, I decided to do it in a way that maybe he'll accept it. And I wanted to get through to him that sometimes his condescending remarks can be very hurtful to others, even though he just means them in jest. And that's who he is, he's just a jokester. So I decided to use my own humor to impart my message. And I waited for the right time, which didn't take too long because he was already eyeing his next target. So I said to him, Jake, which is not his real name, of course, it's right after Yom Kippur. And Jake stopped in his tracks, he took out his cell phone, and said, Johnny, it's April 18th. So I said, well, just imagine if it was right after Yom Kippur. So I don't know if it'll have any lasting impact on Jake, but at least for the moment he decided to back off from making any remarks about somebody who he barely knew. So I thought about this both in the context of the daf as well as this week's parsha. The daf this week placed a focus on why the uh, Bati Mikdashas were destroyed. So we know that the first base of Mikdash was destroyed for the three cardinal sins of idolatry, illicit relationships, and murder. And the second base of Mikdash was destroyed for the sin of sinas chinam, which is baseless hatred. And the Chafetz Chaim and the Chassam Sofer, quoting this Gemara in Yuma, state that really the reason for the destruction of the second base of Mikdash was for Lashon Hara, for gossip. It's because at the root of baseless hatred is speaking negatively towards one another. And that was the context of the daf with the connection of Lashon Hara and the Chorban base of Mikdash. And now to the Parsha. There's an interesting Pasuk in the beginning of the Parsha that tells us about the grinding of the incense to serve as a kapara or atonement for a person's sins. And the Pasuk says, And his cupped handful of finely ground incense spices, and the Torah goes on to tell you what he does with it. So the question Rashi is bothered by is why was it necessary to state that the incense was ground again before Yom Kippur? If it was ground finally every single day, in fact twice a day, morning and afternoon, why does it have to say on Yom Kippur it was ground again? So Rashi says that before Yom Kippur it was ground extra fine and extra well because of the holiness of the day. But the question still remains, what's the point of this extra grind? So it's been suggested that the grindings of the incense during the rest of the year are mechaper, or atoned for the sin of Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara seems to be one of the most frequently violated Averus. Some things haven't changed. And that's why it's ground twice a day the entire year. What about the Yom Kippur grind? So the Yom Kippur grind is more for the overall body of B'nai Israel who speak Lashon Hara. So what's the difference between Yom Kippur grind and the regular day grind? That it's ground exceptionally well on Yom Kippur, but during the rest of the year it's just ground. So... The Yom Kippur grind is for what is referred to as a vak Lashon Hara, which literally means the dust of Lashon Hara. And this is a more subtle, but perhaps more sinister type of Lashon Hara, that people speak at using subtle hints. 
in human behavior, some of the worst behaviors come from the very subtle digs that people take at one another. And more direct forms of Lashon Hara that people know about, they can be dealt with a little bit better because they're out there and noticeable to all. And this is perhaps why these parashios are read on Yom Kippur itself. Because as a result of these subtle derogatory comments people make, the hurt ranges far and wide and leads to many other sins. So therefore the incense is ground extra fine on this holy of holy days to show that it's not just for the lush and horror that we are consciously aware, but it's a reminder and an atonement for the subtle forms of lush and horror that we may not be consciously aware of. So psychologists who research gossip, which is a kind of funny thing to research, they've tried to find some positive sides of gossip. And let's just say they weren't very successful with one exception. They found that people will tend to gossip less when they know that there's a possibility of retaliation. Meaning, if John gossips about Bill, Bill might retaliate in a far worse and dramatic fashion. Especially with the advent of social media, there's more to be concerned about. So if anything positive can come out of gossip, it's that uh, people might avoid it more out of a fear of retaliation. So my friend Jake, like many others who may not be aware of the impact of his comments, may achieve atonement, but perhaps they need a more subtle reminder as well. And I don't know the impact of my words, but if my friend took it well, perhaps he could reverse the root cause of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, which was Lush and Hara, and help do the opposite. If we all take upon ourselves to look at each day as being the day after Yom Kippur, perhaps we'll merit the building of the Beis HaMikdash Bimheira Biyamenu. Have a good Shabbos.